Welcome to the Money BS Podcast, where I'm on a mission to get rid of the unhelpful thoughts we've been taught about money. I'm your host, Master Certified Mindset Coach, Belinda Smith. I help my clients make their first dollar and their first million dollars. Y'all ready? Let's do it. Hey, hey, what's up, you guys? It's been a minute. Well, probably since last time you <laughs> last time you tuned in. So that could have been a minute. It could have been a day. You may have never tuned in before, and um, shame on you. We're going to rectify that situation. Or I suppose we are, right? Okay, I know I usually come to you with something um, absurd that I have done, and I just want to keep that tradition alive for right now. Uh, so you know I have a pug, my pug Bernice, and she is an elderly pug, and she is perfect, except she's a little uh, disabled, but that doesn't mean it makes her less perfect, it just means she requires a little extra care and uh, time. So the other night, I was getting ready to go to bed, it's like 11 o'clock, and I I have it or build up in my backyard that because she can't do steps. So it's kind of like cinder blocks sort of that make a ramp. Um, but she can't do the ramp anymore. So maybe it's just for me at this point. <laughs> so I'm holding Bernice and it'd been raining. And sometimes one of the blocks will get slippery, but it's, it's like arbitrary. So I don't know when it's going to happen. And then, then it doesn't happen. And then I forget about it. And then it does it again. And it happened to be the other night, I'm, I'm holding Bernice with both hands, and I walk out the back door, and sure enough, this is one of the nights. Y'all, <laughs> it was an unprecedented Olympic sort of twist flip roll. I think Simone Biles would have been very, very impressed, and the judges would have so incredibly given me a 10. Uh, so I roll like I roll down this, these little steps, I land at the bottom, May I say, Bernice was never once dropped or harmed in this (laughs) extravaganza. Never once. Bernice Pants, that's her name, Bernice Renee Pants. Bernice Pants completely came through just fine. I put her down and I just, like, I had to to just lie there for a second. So I'm sitting there on the ground collecting my thoughts, thinking, wow, this really hurt. And you have to understand, like, my backyard, you you can't really see into it. Um, I couldn't see to the other people's yards either, but you kind of know there's somebody there, but I don't know them or anything. And I couldn't pick them out on the street. So, but we've, so we've never had a conversation. It's a rental. So it kind of changes a lot. So anyway, never in my life, I've never heard these people speak. I don't know who it is. All I know is that I am down on the ground, just in the wet grass, like hurting out. And I hear this voice. It's like the voice of God, except it's your, just your neighbor. Say, um, excuse me, are you okay? So now I know that my uh, humiliating moment and my glorious uh, gymnastic feat has, in fact, been witnessed. So I would like to just let you know that I maintain the title of Weirdo Neighbor, I'm very proud of that, and we shall carry on. (laughs) Well, all right, so this week's topic is joy. All right, and you got to understand how ironic this is. So the topic is up. I'm like, oh, crap, I'm so not in the mood to talk about joy right now. But when when the topic is there, that's what you talk about, right? Uh, 
And so I'm going to, there's no good segue to this. So I'm just going to have to roll with it and stay with me on this. Um, I have no, okay, I make no, uh, no apologies. I don't worry. I have no, there's no stigma in my head around having depression. I have depression and anxiety. It seems like sometimes they go hand in hand and then sometimes they'll roll back and forth, but I'm very cognizant of it and I really am on top of it. So uh, I do think that being a coach has helped so much because I'm, I can be very aware of what I'm thinking or when I'm spiraling or whatever going, oh, okay, these are thoughts. We need to get them managed. Um, this is, you know, a chemical imbalance, no big deal. I also want to be very uh, f- open about that because if you deal with it, I don't want you to feel any shame or weirdness about it. Like we're still awesome <laughs> make no mistake. It's just a chemical thing that we have to manage and we have to be very vigilant on that because it can sneak up on you. So with that being said, the last few weeks have I've noticed the depression coming. I'm like, mm, I'm losing my motivation. I don't really want to do that. I would rather just, you know, binge watch the mayor of East Town or something like or mayor of East Town. I think that's what it's called. And that's one of the ways my depression manifests is I disappear. Like I, my friends are like, oh gosh, here we go again. Belinda's depressed. She doesn't re- return calls. Um, but I've noticed this a whole lot more now than I used to, and I I try to catch it. Um, but I was looking through some old journal entries and I was thinking, you know, there's, I wonder if there's, you know, anything that, that would give me some insight into, you know, what goes on this time of year? Is there, you know, is there a trigger? Oh, I hate that word unless it's real. Um, is there, (laughs) is there something happening in my brain that's bringing it back around? So looking through some different things, and I realized we are coming upon two years since my mom died of uh, sarcomatoid renal cell carcinoma, which is a very rare and aggressive um, kidney cancer. And so right at about this time, two years ago, was when it's kind of like everything hit the fan. You know, like we've kind of been holding and doing treatments and and then right about now it's so interesting that I caught this is when it really started hitting like I started going to West Virginia as much as I could that's where where my family's from I was trying to go home I was trying to help dad she kept going into the hospital more and more and then uh, this was just a really really difficult time leading up to her passing on October 7th you're like, wow, Belinda, I'm so glad I tuned into this really depressing podcast. <laughs> stay, stay with me, I promise. <laughs> you're like, so this is about joy. Belinda doesn't know the definition of joy. Thanks, B. Um, so anyway, it's interesting to note that on a molecular level, this comes back to me. It's like the beginning of, of the end. And I also noted last year, which was our our first year without her, I noticed it as well, that there was something about the end of August, beginning of September that just, just really derailed me. And, you know, we still have in Nashville, we still have sun for a while, so it can't be, you know, seasonal effective or whatever. But I think the human brain is so fascinating so so fascinating 
Um, and so there's something that goes on, and I just need to be cognizant of that and know that you know around the end of August or mid-August, uh, until that's dealt with and however it'll be dealt with, uh, that's this is just going to happen. And if it never stops, then it never does. But I just need to be aware that this is what's happening. Um, I'm not. I don't have to fall into a big disappearance and hide in my closet and you never come out. So don't worry, I'm not going to do that at all. All is well. But along with that, I wrote a post. Uh, If you don't follow me on Facebook, you should totally follow me on Facebook because I'm fun. And I said so. And I'm also on Instagram at at Belinda Unhooked. You have to do at, at at Belinda Unhooked. I don't know. Anyway, but my post was literally I'm grumpy. And it was the whole thing about I'm grumpy. I don't, I'm mad at everything. I, I know you think that um, mindset coaches especially should have everything, you know, worked out and being taken care of and be so supremely, like never have a bad feeling. And um, FYI, that's total and complete crap. Total, complete crap. And if anyone tells you that as a coach, you need to run, run fast. Or if they've got you tied down, then scoot away fast. And so I wrote this post and it's funny because I'm just really honest about it. And like, if you're on my news newsletter list, you got it. Um, and you should be on that too. You should go to unhook life and sign up. This is not like a promotional thing. I just keep thinking of things, things to tell you, um, or I guess it is because you should be on the list, but I got more responses from the I'm grumpy post than I've gotten in so long. It was like, everyone's like, Oh, thank you so much. I'm grumpy too. <laughs> So, okay, first, permission to be grumpy, permission to just be like the whole day, just completely, just all of it, all, just own it all. Um, and then on one of it, on one place, it was posted, and this woman who, who listened, she wasn't, she wouldn't do anything wrong. This is not a slight to her, and I, I don't know her, and I, I don't even remember her name. But it was interesting how... She like on my grumpy post, so there's so many people like, oh my gosh, thank you, yes, good reminder, we can be grumpy. And this woman came back on and she posted on her, she's like, well, it's a good thing that you're a coach because you can identify your thoughts and then you can practice switching them back to being happy. And then she wrote, practice, practice, practice. And I was like, oh, bless her heart, she totally missed the entire point. And what I think is, is, maybe a misnomer about the coaching industry, or at least the coaching industry that I choose to be part of, (laughs) about that, um, is that we never, like as humans, we're never allowed to not feel joy, to not feel great about something, to not like, like we should never have a bad day. We should always be like, oh, it's bad, but I can see the good in it. I can see the good. Here's the thing. Let me just lay it out for you. (laughs) I never want to miss the extremes of my, my personal thing. Do I have depression? Yes. Do I wish I didn't have to deal with it? I, I think... But I also think that it makes me so much of who I am. It gives me so much insight into other people. I think it allows me to be a writer. I think it allows for my humor. So, I mean, while, yeah, maybe in a perfect world, I could have all those things without having depression and anxiety, um, great. But if it meant taking away all the other things that make me who I am, I would 
choose to keep it. I know that must sound insane, but (laughs) there you have it. And so then that also allows for the pendulum to swing all the way to the other side to where I can feel so much joy. I can get so much happiness in a moment uh, out of life because I know what it's like to not feel that way. Okay. And so, so yes, are there times when I need to kind of check my thoughts and decide if that's how I want to, do I want to feel that way or do I not? Absolutely. There are times to check that. But I didn't, and again, this isn't a throw off on that woman. I know what she was hundred percent meaning. Um, but life is 50 50. You know, it's not all good. It's not all bad. It's sometimes it's just blah in the middle. And sometimes it's 25%. And sometimes it's 75%. It just, that's just the, um, the messiness of humanity. That's just what we have. And for me, I'm trying so hard to understand that this is my humanity. Like, this is it. This is what Belinda is. And I want to know all of the parts of of that. I'm sounding like so woo right now. Y'all can like take your squirt gun and squirt at your your utensil that you're you're using. Is it a utensil? (laughs) Um, But that's just the messiness of what we do. That's just the beautiful, the beautiful messiness of it. And so for you, I want to just Come, I just first of all wanted to be very transparent about you know what it's like inside of a coach's head. If if we're going to be honest, it's true about for all of us or all of my colleagues. You do have the ability to choose thoughts. You one hundred percent do, and I speak to you from a depressed per, as from a, a diagnosis of depression. So when I realized what that this depression was coming from, and it was coming from you know that very deep remembrance of of this is when everything started a few years ago. I didn't choose to change the thought. I didn't choose to say, "Oh, it's no big deal. It's fine. She's gone. No big deal. You you made it. You can just wait." I chose to go. Oh, it's okay, honey. This is just what's going to happen, and we're going to feel it, and this is going to be the second time we felt it, and we're going to be okay. So I decided that I wanted to feel grace and kindness for myself and allow the feelings, but I didn't just want to switch them to like, oh, it's fine, let's pretend it didn't happen, blah, blah, blah. No, I wanted to feel this because um, that's a very, very large part of what's going to define the rest of my life and what did define uh, my life. So no, I don't want to skip this. But there are also times, you know, I, I always talk about this when I'm in traffic and, and I'm like so angry. I don't really get that angry in traffic anymore. But like I, like one of my friends just last week was like, and I, I was ready to grab my ball bat. And I was like, oh my gosh, who's who does this? Who's still, what's happening? He was kind of having a little meltdown right there. I was like, Okay, there's never any reason for you to take everything so personally. Like, that's so insane. I'm like, so for, for in that scenario, like, if I were feeling that kind of rage in traffic, it would be like, hold up. What's the feeling? Rage. What's the thought that's causing that feeling? Um, that driver's not respecting me. Uh, what's the circumstance of this? Just traffic. 
like it's just like bring it down you are not the center of the universe Belinda like everything is not about you so when I bring up the word joy some people get annoyed because they think oh my gosh she's just going to tell me to be happy absolutely not when I bring up the word depression people are like oh my gosh this is going to be so sad like why do I want to give any of my time to depression but I invite you to consider the entire the entire sweeping I hate to say pendulum again but that's just the word that I can think that's that's the word how how everything is encompassed in in what we feel and how it's okay. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to not feel joy. And then it's also okay to feel complete and utter joy. I mean, I will tell you, um, the most joy I have ever seen, ever, ever, uh, in my particular experience, like from somebody else that I've ever seen, and I always kind of bring it back to me, and I saw the joy and it made me feel it. I was on a plane... I think I was going to New Mexico. I can't remember. Um, but it was definitely somewhere out west. And it was diagonal. The, the girl was diagonal. Like, I'm on an end seat, and she was on an end seat sort of in front, so diagonal to me. And there was a woman in front of me, so they were able to talk side by side. I hope I'm explaining that correctly. And I sat down early, and the mother sat down with her baby, and it was clear that her baby had Down syndrome. And I caught my I caught my attention because I have never seen in a face so much joy and wonder. I mean, that little baby gave me more. Like I'm. I'm childless by choice, but that might be the only time in my entire life that I ever felt like I wanted a child. And it was because of this child who was just so, so filled with love and so just so happy. And uh, it was really moving to me. And then the, the mother struck up a conversation with the lady in front of me. And of course, they were moving to New Mexico, I believe it was New Mexico, uh, because of the the baby's breathing, the, the baby breathed better out there. So that was an interesting conversation. But you know what? You can find uh, joy in the most unexpected places, and to find true joy, uh, to see it in somebody else, and to feel it in you, you can actually find it on an airplane through a stranger and through their baby. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I just think about that, and it always makes me happy. And I hope they're doing well. So, all right. Doesn't matter. If you're sad or you're glad, you get to feel what you want to feel, but I invite you to always feel it with kindness toward yourself. Cool? Be kind to yourself, and remember, you're allowed to feel whatever you want to feel. Just make sure you want to feel it, okay? All right, big love. Don't forget there is there is a um, special only for my podcast listeners, and be sure to check out the show notes to, to see. Only you all can get it. So hop on. All right. I'll talk to you very soon. Thank you so much for giving me your time. I acknowledge that time is finite and thank you for giving me some of yours. All right, beautiful. Next time. Hey, thank you so much for joining me on the Money BS podcast. I am so grateful. I hope that if you're enjoying it, you'll go to Apple and leave me a five-star review. It helps so much in getting the word out. Also, please share with your friends, anyone that you think would enjoy this. I would be so grateful. 
don't forget too that I've created just for you, the podcast listeners, a one-off session, an hour with me for $199. We can deep dive into what's going on with you. We can check your mindset and give you a reboot. Thanks again so much for joining me. I know that time is finite and I'm grateful for any of yours. Remember, it's never about the money. It's about the mindset. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.